Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. You know I like old t-shirts. I keep most of mine under a tire iron in the trunk of my car. But now there's a better way. T-Fury. It's the original pop culture t-shirt destination. Selling unique designs every day since 2008. Are you missing a shirt from the past and want to get it again? Head to the T-Fury Gallery. Who knows what you might find there? Maybe that John Rambo shirt you've been missing. Maybe that Michael McDonald shirt. Who knows? T-Fury covers all your favorite topics. They get everything from sci-fi, TV, movies. All the shirts are a perfect complement to the long or short Jonathans you might be wearing. So check it out. Also, don't forget about T-Fury After Hours sale. If you miss the day's shirt by only a little, they keep the sale going into the wee hours of the morning just for you. So check out tfury.com forward slash Nerdist and see what today's shirt is all about. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Chica. 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 Welcome to Cashing In. I'm Cash Levy. I couldn't find a guest this week, but... As you can tell, I'm remarkably peaceful about it because I've discovered something very meaningful in my life, and I think I'm ready to share it with the 12 and a half. It's called Qigong. That's right. I've started a meditation meetup, and this is the first one, and I intend to interview anyone who comes into my cashing in show. Now, we're going to practice the ancient and noble art of Qigong together on this episode. Do it with me. No one one has showed up yet, but I'm not concerned. People will come. People most definitely will come. Now, let's get started. Everybody with me. Feel the peace flowing through you. Feel the muscles separate from the bone. Feel the stretch. Feel the burn. Now put your face on the back of your neck. Please join along in your homes this gentle practice with me. It will soothe your embattled skull. Actually, your embattled soul. That's what it will soothe. Not your skull. Your soul. It'll soothe your soul. 
Our brittle bodies are now at one with the universe. Now do it Yoda style. Doesn't that make you feel good? Makes you want to just let out a shy shy, shy shy, or maybe throw in a kaka kaka. Oh, somebody's here. Hey, come on in. It's the Qigong meetup. Hello, hi. How are you? I'm so TJ. You got Ash. Are you here for Chagong Meetup? I'd love I'm for you here to get more, more peaceful and separate your body I, from you know, your soul. I was wondering why I couldn't find the address of the place, and then it sounded like Yoda was having an orgasm, which to me would be a great closer for a stand-up <laughs> show. I can't believe it. So that's why I knocked. And, and wait, this is the Chagong Gong? This Yoda? is the Chagong Meetup. Do it with me. Just do the ancient art of Chagong with me. Just please do. <laughs> feel good no no it doesn't it feels weird but i i i it doesn't mean that i'm not happy that i showed up and you happen to this be this is here. amazing this is a, you I, know, I i'm not really into this stuff i don't like kind of the oh weird i think everyone can get more peaceful stuff. yeah but not i mean I, I think i overheard you say something about their brittle souls or skulls yeah i kind of messed that part up yeah because it feels I, to me like we don't have a teleprompter here in the chigong class yeah, yeah, but you're uh, holding a bunch of papers. Well, and and, and peanut brittle, and I think that really <laughs> kind of threw <laughs> me off. You know, threw me off a little peanut bit. Peanut brittle will throw you off almost. It just throws time. you off your game every That's, time. You know, my whole family has always said that peanut brittle throws you off your game. I remember Christmas 1995, and uh, I was trying to talk to my grandmother. The peanut brittle incident. Yeah, exactly. Brittle well, uh, one of them, and I kept eating the. I was just, I was just eating brittle, just fucking, you know, just killing some brittle, brittle overload. Yeah, it was, it was the. Let me put it this way. The brittle was bountiful. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just slamming fucking brittle. Just yeah. peanut brittle through the fucking into my dome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just shoveling brittle yeah. over and over. Yeah. I'm trying to talk to my brittle grandmother. Brittle overload. Yeah, exactly. It was a brittle. Yeah. Well, that's what happened. It was a brittle overload. I'd had so much brittle. <laughs> there he is. Brittle. You got to close with it. I love that the guy was like, shamed you into <laughs> So now, we have an ad on the show now where I have to do like a, a ad before the show uh, for a, um, a T-shirt company. I don't know if you've heard it, but uh, I did. I, I did a little Yoda, and television. a few people were very upset because I they said my Yoda sounds like uh, uh, Kermit the Frog. Yeah, but isn't Kermit the Frog just a they related? Yoda? Aren't they? Aren't they related? When Kermit the Frog gets really old and cousins. really wise, he's Yoda. That's it. Yeah, cousins maybe. So I'm just shoving friends that fuck perhaps. Yeah, B. F, F, no strings attached. When are you going to finish this brittle story? Come on, buddy. Shoveling brittle. I look my grandmother in the eyes and she says to me, I just want you to know I'm so proud of you. Right in her eyeball. I love you so much. And I wanted to say to her, yeah, right in her eyeball. Because she is, she's cycloptic. It's a weird thing. It skips generations. I'm glad I didn't get it. But every every two generations, the Miller family has just a single eye. Look at me, right it's in my eyeball. Right in the yeah. fucking middle head. Too often people go, look me in the eyes. It should Is be, look a, at me, it, right in my eyeball. Isn't that a weird one, though? That right Cyclops, inside my eyeball. Cycloptic people like some of my family, but Cyclops, Cycloptic people. Like, you look me in the eye when you say that. <laughs> the singular eye. Look me in the eyeball. Well, if you have an eye patch, you can do that. No, so, not the not the parrot on the other eye patch. Look me in the eyeball. Not the parrot. <laughs> Not the parrot. <laughs> when I tell my Not brutal the parrot, story. Look at my parrot in the eye. He also has an eye patch. She said, I'm really proud of you. I want you to know that I love you, and I hope that you love me. And then as I went to say, like, I love you. Thank you for everything you've done for my family. 
I was just like, and I just puked brittle right into her face. Really? Yeah, and it blinded her. It, it was her, <laughs> oh, her no. last remaining eye was blinded with brittle. Uh, that 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 story went blinded by the brittle. Blinded you ever heard that? by the brittle. How did you immediately? Up like a deuce he did. Yeah, yeah, see, I'm so bad with music. I'm so bad with music that I couldn't even think of the melody, and you immediately blinded by the tweet. <laughs> okay, we'll do that later. Um, that's a great story. You know, it was a little bit more stressful than I thought where you actually blinded your grandma. And so I think the way I'm going to sort of soothe myself and relax is do a little of the ancient art of Qigong. All right. You know what? Oh, yeah. Did they ever do that one? I want to start a sect of chanting where everybody gets in a room and goes, Oh yeah, don't don't. Oh no, bana bana bam bam. Don't don't. That's the only one that I do. I will sing that in my car sometimes. Sometimes if it yeah. comes into my head, yep. I'll turn off the music and just alone be like, bam bam. Oh yeah, don't don't. Oh yeah! If you listen to that real song, the lyrics are so weird. Have you heard the actual song? No, I didn't know they had lyrics. I know. You think it's from? It's Ferris Bueller, right? Isn't it from Ferris Bueller's Day Off? I think so. But it's the real song, which I of course looked up and own. Is like the lyrics are like bom bom oh no do 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 down down look at the sun bom 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 look at the moon bom bom down down the sun beautiful bom 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 the moon the moon even more beautiful it's it's like. Uh, it's kind of like we all know that somebody had to do a ton of drugs to come up sure, with that song. Sure. But then when you listen to the lyrics, you're like, oh, yes, confirmed. Yeah. Don't, don't. It doesn't matter to me. I say take as much peyote as you can and and bring think- into the lives of humanity this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that, you know, I don't know if that song would have had the, you know, reached the heights that it reached without the movie. You know, um, <laughs> A lot of people don't realize the movie was based on the song. That is true. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off was that's based true. on the chicka chicka bom bom, and that's how they started with it the was. process of writing the movie. It was. It was. I don't know. Yeah, that inspired I them. I don't know how that is the case, or what the actual story is, or how that could be possible, <laughs> but it is, and it's real. It's true. It's as real as a three dollar bill. It really is, man. I haven't seen you forever. You know, a lot of people don't realize this is. We bamboozled of, our listeners. Let's we, tell them. We had to. We 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 actually recorded the last two episodes. Episodes after the New Year's, before the New Year's, because they weren't going to release those until later, and we knew we wouldn't see each other. We haven't seen each other for uh, six weeks. I've been counting. And I have I've been a lot of the days. There's a lot of catch up. I mean, last time I saw you, we were in. I the, haven't been counting the hours, but I haven't ca- counted the minutes. Ca- I've been counting the months. I haven't been counting the seconds. You're, for me, you're still on zero. You're like we haven't seen each other in zero months. I'd, here's how I would describe. <laughs> here's how I would describe since I last saw you. Minute by minute by minute, I keep holding on. Here's how I would. <laughs> here's how I would describe. <laughs> here's how I would describe since I've seen you. Bow, bow, oh, yeah. <laughs> do, 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 down, down. I mean, let's face it. It's obvious to me that you've turned the corner. You were in the blue period. We, we had a blue period, Ryan. Ryan's here with us, uh, hanging out during the Chagong uh, meetup. Uh, 
But we, we were here. He's, really? We had a, we had a, he's a over blue there. He's period. Masturbating and playing Call at of the Duty end of at the last same year. Time. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, we had. A, you know, we we taped those last two episodes that you heard last week, week before. before he just, than he just came as he got a headshot. Yeah. But keep going. So it was a come shot within a headshot. Yeah. Keep going. And <laughs> I'll listen to the show later these and figure all, out what just these happened. These are all video game yeah. references. Okay, yeah. yeah, it's it's bad when I'm missing the own you know, my own show. <laughs> Like, what happened? I read the transcript. <laughs> what happened on the show? You read the trades the next day. Yeah. Oh, really? Did that happen or not? <laughs> yeah. But I haven't seen you, and you, you were in part of a, a little blue period. You were you were, you were in the middle of a oh, breakup. Oh, I was in a terrible period. You also a had much, a. You were very busy. Blue period. Uh, you, yeah. you were you were tired. Uh, you were an alcoholic. That part I don't think probably has changed. Yeah, that continues uh, and remains to this day. Yeah, you were it's uh, part of my identity. There was a bad hair day. I did have Which one bad area. upset about? Well, you know, I don't know. Nietzsche always says, like, we should reevaluate all of our values. So what is good and what is bad? And has that just been handed down from sort of antiquated Christian moralities that we're all subscribing to because society tells us and these most everything that we value and, and, and find to be bad is just a product of kind of this herd-like mentality of people that aren't even questioning the shepherd. The point is – that my hair was bad that day because it <laughs> killed another man. And yeah. unlike blinding my grandmother, which all cycloptic people have the ability to grow a, another eye. Him. Right, exactly. Yeah. The brittle problem. Yeah, the brittle uh, – I wish I could think of a word that means debacle. It starts with a B. Why don't I just change the B with the D and I think debacle's good The brittle bedacle. The bedacle bed- the, brittle? The brittle bedacle. <laughs> Is what we call it. That's predoculous. Also, dyslexia skips a generation. That's predoculous. It's It's predoculous. You have to think of a different word. This is predoculous. I think it's predoculous. You have to think of a different word for ridiculous. I do. I. uh, In any event, you seem happy. My hair hair killed a. a It seems like you're doing well. And here's the thing I'd like to discuss where we've been the last six months. (laughs) Yes. Uh, after we do a segment we like to call the uh, Triple, Triple Banger, Banger Lightning, Lightning Round. round. Ah. Ah. So I haven't seen you forever, and we're going to talk about at the end of it. And we also, I want, I, yeah, that's more of a that's the Chigong Chin. Uh, we'll we'll talk more about what's been happening because I want to hear about all your travels. And, uh, and we have to talk I about, hear that about last this day crazy we had. fucking birthday party yeah. that you literally, the first thing you said to me yeah, you was, me. you dissed me on my birthday. Did, yeah. And then I said, how was it? And before I finished the word it, yeah. how was, you go, it was fucking amazing. It was awesome. <laughs> That's like a guy who's like just bringing up the party just to talk no, about how amazing it It actually was. wasn't. I had, like, bro, I had, were you at the house party last week? No. Oh, buddy, it was fucking crazy, I man. Had, Dude. I ate a fucking keg sit. I sat on a keg and drank the whole fucking thing. I puked, man. <laughs> okay, well, let's let's do this. Thing, so I'll tell you about the party. Who, who would you be more? Question number one. Number one. Who would you be more depressed to see at your surprise birthday party? More depressed to see at your surprise birthday party. Your accountant, the cashier from Jamba Juice, your girlfriend's ex-girlfriend's dad. <laughs> Or your best friend's ferret? I think it's the ex-girlfriend's dad. Everybody that would else be would awkward. be excited to see. The ferret how, would be cool. How amazing would that be? Well, the ferret's fine. But like how stand in. It's the ferret's standing in for my friend. If you just walk in, everybody's like, surprise. <laughs> Are they the only person there? Yeah. Oh, that's a very different thing. <laughs> it component. gets sad, yeah. I think you need to – did you say that in the beginning? Uh, I didn't. Okay, because it's surprise. To though. me, surprise party – with all your friends, and then you come in, and you're like, "Hey, hey!" And they're like, yeah. "Hey!" 
And then the cashier from your local Jamba Juice is like, it's been my peach pleasure to serve you. So I hopefully we'll have a razzmatazz of a day. Uh, that would be fucking great. But yeah, if it was only that person, to me, Jamba Juice is fun because you, yeah. you can be like, look. Thank you for showing up. Let's yeah. start making smoothies and talk this whole thing out. Your accountant's pretty serious. The ferret's pretty weird. If you just come in and it's an animal, then how yeah. is it a surprise party? Yeah, that's true. Does he turn on the lights? Yeah, that's you, true. You can't say surprise. You just walk in, there's a ferret in your apartment. He's like, you <laughs> That's know, true. You don't like, even know. So on my birthday, my friend lost their ferret. That's, that's yeah. my gift. Yeah. That's the party I have. Um, ex, no, accountant's fine, too, because you can be like, well... Look, money can't buy happiness, but it sure as fuck got me one friend here. So how are we yeah. doing this fiscal year? You could party with him and fiscal get to know quarter. him a little bit. Maybe that's part of Maybe it. Maybe get him to, to – I don't know. Ex-girlfriend's dad uh, is a weird one. What's the word? Get 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 flimsy with the numbers? What's the, what's the expression? <laughs> I think that, Get something with the numbers? I think whatever the expression is does not <laughs> equal what you just coined. Brittle up the numbers? I what mean, is it? No, it's brittle up the numbers. is great. But I want to keep it. I want the catch – the cash phrase should be flimsy up the <laughs> flimsy numbers. Flimsy up the numbers? Because imagine you're sitting across from your account and he's like, so I went over everything and uh, it looks like you're going to have to, uh, you know, I mean, we're going to have Jumble to pay about, no, numbers. no, we're going to have to, it's going to be about, I don't know, $5,000 in income tax, just state income tax. Federal's a whole different thing, but uh, <clears throat> you aren't at H&R Block, so let me put it this way. If you need me to, I can flimsy up the numbers. <laughs> And then that's the moment where you're like, I guess I want you to do that, but also, why did you just use flimsy up the numbers in conversation? So that's got to be it. And and I think if you're hey, you if know, you're listening at home, if you're one of the twelve and a half people to listen, please at some point over the course of the next week say flimsy, flimsy up, the numbers, up the numbers, but don't don't make a point of it. Throw it away. Yeah, that's the yeah. important thing about saying ridiculous things is you've right. got to act like they're totally you stand by it. So just go like this. Just come in and go. You know, your boss is like, did you finish the drafts that I need? You go, yeah, yeah, you know, I had a flimsy of the numbers, but I think I got everything all ready for you. So let's, uh, yeah, here, come in here and just try and push forward so that they hear flimsy up the numbers, but there's no time now, for them to be the like, person that did receives you say it, flimsy up the numbers? The person that receives it should say, these numbers are whimsical. These are whimsical numbers. There's whimsy to these numbers. Yeah. Oh, there's whimsy to these numbers. That's good. Now, the catchphrase is... I flimsied up the numbers. These numbers are too DJ, whimsy. I, I feel like the catchphrase is people are slacking off. There hasn't been any catchphrases I checked. There's, there hasn't been that many in the last like two or three months, and I feel like there's just so many per episode that people have given up. You're disappointed that more people aren't recognizing that you say things worthy of writing. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. And yet there's a new TJ Quotable website, the TJ Quotables. That's, that's what, what they say? TJ yeah. Quotables. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. All, yeah. all of them are flimsy up the numbers. Yeah, that pretty that's much. That's it. In any event, my wife did throw me uh, some different parties. What I told her is I don't like parties. There's too many people to please. I'd like people to come one at a time to hang out. So she set up a nice weekend where some of my different friends came at different true? times. Oh, yeah, that's it was so nice. Because cool. I like one on one. I like to talk to that's people. A really I like to enjoy. smart idea. You know, I'm a, I'm a guy that uh, likes like I, that's why my podcast. I don't have that's a ton a, of different. That's guests a that's a one on one because, party. Like yeah, I don't like a lot of people are party one on one right now. Yeah, it's a one on one party. This is we are partying mano a mano. Yeah. You know, at any given time, I can only talk to one person and look them right in their eyeball. <laughs> and talk to them. And and so I don't see why I need all these extra people lingering around feeling guilty I'm not talking yeah, to them. Here's so a, if we separate right, them. So right. basically it was a three-day right. cavalcade of people coming in 
people's ferrets, people's accountants, people from Jamba Juice. Uh, we uh, all kind of know that the reason you did that triple banger lightning round category was, was because too... those were the only people that you hung out with. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And you <laughs> saved the ferret for last. It's, it's like April's like, it's Sunday. It's ferret day. Like, yes. But it's redundant. If you have two very close friends together, it's kind of redundant. You want them separate so you can enjoy them each separately. Well, that's an interesting point is that parties are just you saying, I'd like to see each of you individually. More. And I'd yeah. like all of you to see each other individually. But the only way we can do this with Within the constraints right. of time that's given to us, it's to because do we're all, all together. Die, is just get it it's all, all together. At once. You're right. You're all going to die. That's true. And I'm how, glad you brought the you brought the death thing into it. Gonna, here's my thing. Yeah, I always will. Here's my thing: is how how many times have you been to a party and you're like, this is a great. This might hold for New Year's Eve too. Yeah. How many times have you guys been to a party and been like, this is the greatest night of my. This, what a great party. What's the ratio of that to like? Eh, it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. That's a so and so. Or you leave and you're like, I feel like that person thought that I kind of blew them off. And exactly. I was upset you left someone out or somebody didn't enjoy themselves. How many that times have you thing? thrown a party and some people didn't show up and just those people not showing up was enough for you to be like, well, this party's unsuccessful when really you should be like, Thank God they didn't show up because that gives me more time to spend. Yeah, that's with what I'm saying. I think did. I think a party with more than one person is a losing proposition. God I think that's what we're learning. I don't agree with that I, at all. No, I'm, I, I'm telling you, it's more fun I, to attend a party than what throw if, one. No, what if yes, what if the too party? Much what if the party mentality? What if this mentality that changes in a group of people when they're all around each other? Here's what I think. And the birthday pressure is immense because it's parties, your birthday. It's your it's your holiday. Parties in your 30s. Yeah, I you're right. It's better to attend a party. Well, actually, better to attend. A party than no, I disagree. A party. I like throwing parties more than attending them. I like attending your parties. Yeah, I throw pretty good parties. You do throw good parties. Pretty good parties. Yeah. White trash buffet. You always wear that apron that says you may kiss the cook. <laughs> it's so polite and it says you may kiss the cook. Don't kiss the cook. Because I used to have one that just said kiss the cook. But I mean, these bitches. All over my damn face and apron. <laughs> Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question, question two. two. Question two. two. Uh, Year-round Christmas tree, festive or lazy? Because we still have ours up. It's lazy. You guys are a fucking bunch of. This is why I didn't go to your party. It's you just. <laughs> it's lazy. What What is the point of it? The The whole thing of a Christmas tree or any decorations is that you put them up and take them down. Mm. That's the okay, sign. Okay. When, of when that does it become time. negligent to keep them up? How late? Well, then that's a different question. After how New Year's, long, before New Year's, how long? Way too early before Ryan New Year's. Ryan completely right? was like, "After New Year's is too long." What? After New Year's? New Year's, New Year's is the, the day of. You have to bring it down. That's the day that your partying ends. It's all over. The fun ends. New Year's you can't day. Have a tree inside your no, home. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Ryan's that's like, the day life is New over. Year's Day. You hate it until Christmas. <laughs> Party's over, assholes. Get back to work. It's so funny. It's fun to have a tree in your house with lights on it and, and different things that can fall off periodically. Yeah. Ornaments. Basically I, little bombs that can I, fall off I think, if oh, anyone yeah, even touches the tree. Well, it's glass good, things that can fall off It's good if you could do that tree. with young children in the house. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the nicest part It's good to it. light up a tree, get it hot during uh, basically get that uh, tree fire hot. season, which is I what it is to, now here in I Los just, Angeles. I just want to imagine you <laughs> like having people over for Christmas Eve dinner and you're like, guys – Let's get this tree hot. Let's warm this fucking tree up. <laughs> well, here's something I told you before the uh, last time I saw you. I do think girls uh, should wear the Santa hats year-round. I think it's sexy. I love the Santa hat. I think it's a good look. A lot of we women that, spend yeah. way too much time on their hair where you're dating their hair more than the person itself. I think 
think where you're dating you some are, women dating that are mostly hair. hair. You're yeah. dating their hair and how long it takes them to get their hair ready. And you're factoring that in to every single moment of your life. How long is my girlfriend's hair going to take to prepare? And in, in the end, it doesn't even look as good as a Santa hat. Wear the Santa hat year-round. That being it's said, so sexy. That being said, if you had a woman who would never take her Santa hat off, I feel like you'd kind of – You'd is wonder thing, what's underneath? It's like tits. I mean, guys see breasts <laughs> – and, and and they fucking go nuts. I mean, when mm-hmm. I, I remember the first time I saw a pair of breasts, mm-hmm. I was like, what? This is what they've been covering up? This is amazing. And it's like if people never covered exciting. their breasts, everybody would be like, oh, yeah, look at her breasts. Mm-hmm. They just wouldn't care. And I think it's the same thing. If a guy was dating a woman who had a Santa hat all the time, she, he'd be like, hey, let me see that hair. Come on, take that hat Do you remember the first breasts? Uh, let's probe deeper into that. <laughs> Um, what were they? What did they look like? I gotta say, they they were because I was disappointed for one by, reason. I'll oh, interesting. You. Yeah. Well, they're replaced by. I have a lot of weird sort of memories of the very beginning of seeing nudity because we. I was coming into puberty and sort of being a sexual person right around the time of the internet, and you could trade. My buddy showed me how you could swap JPEGs. With other people on the internet. So you go to these comment boards, you try and find out. And a lot of them were weird, probably older dudes that were like, do you have any incest pictures? Do you have any pictures of like, you know, people were getting arrested because they they were trading child pornography. But he showed me a place that you could go where they're just like sharing sexy pictures. And I remember, I don't know if it's the first time I saw breasts. I remember the first pornographic VHS tape I saw and that really informed the rest of my life. Oh dear. But <laughs> what was funny about this is I'm you talking get, live. I almost like what oh live. Yeah. Oh live. Like, like a girl well, that you, I, I was, where you well, got to actually let me, touch let me just say that yourself. what was interesting is they kind of these JPEGs would come in and because the the we were all on modems and it was mm-hmm. like 52k was the highest amount okay. of data you could download. You get the picture and you would see it line by line come in from the top. So you'd see her bangs, which it was like a seismograph. Almost. Her, exactly. Her, I don't think at all. <laughs> I, I think, in fact, in no way that that measures earthquakes. And this is talking about a picture picturing. revealing itself line by line. I, I can't imagine it. I don't know how. So it came. It would come in line by line. You see her bangs, her forehead, then her face, then her neck, then her shoulders, and you just anticipate like. When are those tits coming in? Is it going to take right. another minute and a half? Or Probably below the shoulders on most women. It was. I yeah. did get one picture where it was above the shoulders. Um, I mean, she had tits up to her ears, literally. Ooh, yeah. And I, I feel like <laughs> that's so sad. I looked at Ryan like, funny, right? And he's like, no. <laughs> Just don't. You don't have to look at me. Just know in your heart what the truth the- is, which is that tits up to her ears is not funny. It's, yeah. It isn't. But – the, some guy sent me one thing because people would sort of, I guess it would be called. You were downloading breasts on your seismograph machine. One of them, it's definitely not a seismograph. <laughs> There's just no part of it that is anywhere. That's it's squiggly lines. Kind of like that. It isn't because it isn't line by line. It would be a like pie graph, sort of like a pie graph. That's. I didn't imagine there was a worse analogy <laughs> until you said pie graph. There's nothing circular about it. There's not portions that are different. It is just uh, another. I think you're only familiar with three things. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah, yeah that's it. Um, they, they sent me one, and it was so sexy. It was like the hottest girl, 
incredible tits. Goes down to her stomach. She like I remember. I remember so clearly. Such a weird way to see porn. It is a weird way, but it's better to me. It's more anticipation right. than now. You can literally okay. click four times, and somebody is yeah. hardcore okay. face fucking You're right. a sad Czechoslovakian prostitute. Very serious. It gets it gets it gets serious fast yeah. now. This I remember. Her belly button was pierced, and it was pierced. It was very sexy. I like the. It was a barbell, you know, with the. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a ring. It was like a barbell. And then the lines came in and went down, and I saw the top of her vagina, and I was like, this is the most beautiful vagina I've ever seen. And I have only just brushed the top of the pubic hair. I can't wait to see the realm. Oh, my yeah. fucking God. And when the next line came in, there was a snake in her vagina. No. Yes. Oh, that's that's not what you do there. It's not what you do I told there. You how I like it that. ends up. It's not what you do anywhere. Yeah, that's not. Turns out snakes don't have anything to do with female vagina. Oh, that's horrible. That's horrible. That must have really scarred you. I think think people can make. It scarred me just hearing about it. I think people can make a case where they're like, well, you know, like a cucumber or something like that can belong in a. A snake is. You can make a case for a cucumber in a vagina. Make a case for a cucumber. You can make a case for a carrot, but you can't do it. In a court of law, you can make a case for it. A boa. You cannot (laughs) make a case for an actual snake. That's horrible. I mean, see, I my experience was was before you you could download this stuff. I actually experienced it live. Well, what was your first? first Because you were disappointed. What was your first? Well, it was. Her breasts were – it was this girl in my, uh, I guess, elementary school and her, her breasts – her nipple was much larger than her breast, if that's possible. Yeah, I did. Almost. Someone like, like that she recently. had really yeah. large – huh? Yeah, you – no, no. It's I, not. It's true. It's not. It felt like that. That's all I'm saying. The nipples it's, can be bigger than the breasts. almost – It's almost all areola is what you you're saying. You want a ratio – Was it the areola though? Yeah. That's it was a – because if the nipples were bigger okay, than the breasts. Okay, it was breasts, 90%. But I think you were mistaken, yeah. and the nipples were the breasts, and what yeah. you thought were the breasts was just her chest. It was. <laughs> I was a little disappointed. That's all I'm saying. Triple. No, wait. Lightning like round. Oh, question number three. I'm so sorry. Well, this fir- fits in with what we're talking the about. The first breasts that I saw. Yeah. I think were. Yeah, it was like I think it was my first girlfriend. Oh, no, it was a foreign exchange student. Okay, and she'd come in, and I got to this point, and I got her to take off her shirt at my buddy Chris Saltarelli's house. He was having a party, and I got her to go in the other room, and she took off her shirt, and I just was like, "So this is them. This is what these are." And I just remember not having any judgment. There was there was no standard. I had seen pornography but it was like so exciting to see brass in real life that there was no judgment at any moment but i think if her nipples had been bigger than her breasts that's always a weird one if it's mm-hmm. almost all nipple and just you can just see the outskirts of the breast mm-hmm. that's a weird one those no might snake, be though. terribly no, no large me. i mean if there had been a <laughs> no real snake, snake for you you had the snake experience. So we both had our shock in store for us. I mean, for me, it was the giant. It's mostly nipples. You know, and you, yeah. it was. I Those mean, might have been two gigantic, terrible birthmarks. It might have had <laughs> nothing to do with nipples. Um, triple banger lightning round. Question three. Question three. Uh, now, when I was single uh, and I used to enjoy. Uh, having sex. The chase, as it were. <laughs> having sex. 
Uh, my technique in coming on. I used to enjoy. I, I, let me put it this way. I would get a little flimsy a little, with the numbers. I'd get flimsy with the numbers. <laughs> I'd do a little uh, sport fishing, as it were. Uh, in that I harpooned two women and went to jail for three and a half yep. years. I'd do a little hanging and dangling if I had to, just to try to. If it was going to hang, it'd be dangling. Let yeah. me put it that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would uh, I would do that when I was single. My technique when in you were dipping on, the honey stick when I was trying to get yeah. the when I was trying to dip the honey stick. Mm-hmm. Um, my um, my technique in coming on to women uh, was often described, and this it was described this way even in the New York Times, <laughs> as in the reviews of my approach to women. It was described as quote delightfully aggressive. <laughs> I think. Delightfully aggressive. Which critic was me. that? Because I, I, Peter Travers would have never said yeah. that. For the um, well, that's yeah, not really. How would your approach be described in two words? Your approach to uh, women in two words. Mine was delightfully aggressive. Mine is. While you're thinking about this, no, no, I already know. I'll it. just go. I think charmingly abrasive. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? That was the first thing that came to my mind. I don't I know like if that's that. true. But I think it's like many of the things that women find abrasive about men, I'm sort of able to coat with charm until mm-hmm. I'd say maybe three or four months into dating me. And then you're like, it's not cool that you're smoking a joint outside right now and aggressively telling some guy to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But it's really cute when you did it when we first met. And now I think you should go to therapy. And I'm like, I'm already in many, many therapies. <laughs> And then they're like, well, then I've made a terrible error. And I was like, well, let's just stay in this for another two and a half years and then we'll figure it out from there. Wait. <laughs> Wait, say it again. What, uh, what, what are the fine. two what words? Truth and comedy. Uh, charmingly abrasive. Charmingly abrasive. I'm going to put this down. And I, I think, too, you know, yeah. Because like, we never got to – this is one regret of mine. Uh, when we met, I was already with April. We've never got to both be single at the same time and see – and really uh, uh, duel in the sun. Well, with Kate, the, well, with Kate, if you get April to get on board, then we could do that when we're out of town. You know, oh, we could do single. You can dangle, dangle. Is that like uh, we put the keys we'll, we'll in, a fish, in a fish bowl? Is we'll that what you're saying? That no, kind no, of no, thing? No, 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 no. I'm saying if you what get are you April to get on board, the thing that I was telling you about that Kate was the old like switch. No, she was like, hey, we'll talk about it more later. But she was like, <laughs> if you're on the road, and you know, it doesn't matter to me what you do. April kind of said that to you too. I think that's why we are monogamous. I'm finding that out in this in this new relationship. I'm really starting to understand like monogamy is not a requirement or shouldn't be from the other person. It should be something that you require of yourself because the other person is so much better than any other option. Exactly. Anybody else. I agree. And and part of that is just becoming a guy that's like I appreciate and recognize how good I have it instead of being the guy that's like what if it's, it must yeah. be better if only I had with that guy all that sort of stuff. So I think that's pretty interesting. But yeah, it, but the, all that aside, it, it is a bummer that we weren't single together because, first of all, we look so insane as a pair. Like if we enter any room, it's just amazing. <laughs> well, We're both so I, weird looking. But I think Me, that's, we would have attracted different types of women. I think we could have worked well together. Yeah, if it was a Garfunkel and Oates, I think, yeah. You know? You'd get a Kate Micucci and I'd get a Ricky <laughs> Lindholm. That's how it go down. But I, I think – we would have walked into the room. Everyone would have been like, why are those two incredibly weird-looking guys together? Mostly talking about me because yeah. I look like I look like a toddler had <laughs> the properties of Popeye when he eats spinach. But it just – instead of making him stronger, it makes him look more like a toddler, <laughs> like a fatter, bigger toddler. 
And my hair looks like a clown wig, and I have a beard that implies that I deal meth for the Hells Angels. So they'd be like, what is that fellow doing with that other fellow? We'd sort of walk in. We'd get it done. But it, I think we'd be really funny. I just think we would strike out a lot. I went out with um, – my New Year's was in Miami. You know, I was hanging out with Michael Bay. <laughs> it was cray-cray. Um, I don't even remember that part of it, but it happened. And then – me and my buddies, this guy Tuck the Ruckus, we call him, mm-hmm. and he's actually quite subdued and really polite and gentlemanly, but he can make a real ruckus. That's why we call him that. <laughs> and then this guy, Zach Friedman, and we went out and we were joking so much. We were like, we're the Miami Party Boys with a Z. <laughs> and we were like, Miami Party Boys, this week, the guys go to a hot club that <laughs> was recommended by Michael Bay's friend. <laughs> they get a table for themselves for a ton of money, hit on girls all night, are unable to get any traction, return home to their hotel room to smoke weed and commiserate, <laughs> then order escorts to come over at around 5 a.m. And they play the vulnerability game with them because they all feel so weird about having intercourse with a prostitute that instead all five of them sit around and talk about what parts of their body they're vulnerable about. You guessed it right. One of the prostitutes is self-conscious about her vagina. But wait till you hear what TJ has to say about his dick. Miami party boys. Because <laughs> every night it was like that. Like, I think that's what we'd be like. Is like we mostly would just go out, party hard, make emotional connections with women who didn't want to hang out with us afterwards. <laughs> And then, like, go home and just get high and be like, what happened? Why couldn't we do it? And then wake up and do it again the next day. Well, I, I'm, we've talked about this, though. I'm, I'm the sort that had to talk my way into it. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I've never had a woman. I can't do it off like a, a, a nightclub, no, 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 no. a club where there's you lots of loud music. No, where yeah, I had you to, like, just do it. Do you have to any... laugh them into bed. Yeah, I had, to, I had to laugh them into bed. Yeah, I've never had sex with someone that I didn't laugh into but bed. But I like what you're saying about this commitment thing, that, that if, if – because we both, you know, it sounds like you're. We're going to talk about the Kate situation soon in the "Where Were You" section of our show. We are still lodged very deeply in, in, the, triple in the triple banger. banger lightning round section. We're so deep in the fucking triple we're banger. So, we're so deep in Can't the whimsy hear right the now. Banging. You know, we're we've got a flimsy we're in the set of numbers of, in the, the eye, eye of the storm of, here. The eye of the hurricane that is creating the lightning of the triple banger. We are nestled so deep. In the middle of a hot, tasty, spicy pot. I don't even know what. Because we haven't seen each other. It's like we've been so shot out deep, of cannons. If you're so deep in your triple banger lightning round that you can't get out of it, your closet might be too big. <laughs> we are inside a cummerbund that's bigger than a fanny pack at this point. Could be a closet. Could be a pocket on your arm. We that's don't know amazing. what it is. But the bottom line is uh, we are in the middle of a hot, tasty right now. And we're going to extend it. Um so I was just saying, commitment-wise, though, uh, what Kate has given you is the ultimate freedom. So do whatever you want. Just show me some respect. That's what April's yeah. done for me. And that does end up making you not cheat. It's very interesting because <laughs> then if it's not cheating, you don't feel like cheating, especially if you're a sneaking artist like myself. Yeah, that's exactly right. You don't really right. feel like doing well, it. Well, here's what's interesting is that Kate has always been like that because we used to date in college. And then we dated again years later. And we never got in fights, really. We never were angry at each other. The ends of relationships were always because of external circumstances. And they were always sort of <clears throat> reconciled or at least just like on good terms. But she was always like that. Even in college, she had this weird confidence that I couldn't understand until now. She's very was, peaceful. I've, I've spent some time with her. But it's also that 
Kate's like a person that is like, I don't know. I mean, she's very secure. It's like it helps that she's the yeah. dopest girl in any building. But she's I think cool. also she's smart and she knows that she's smart. And there's a weird security that I couldn't even recognize in college, which is this thing of like, it's when you tell a person and you're secure enough within yourself and the relationship, when you tell a person, I love you. And I also know that you love me more than any, and what we have is greater than what you could ever achieve with anybody else. Then, then there's the, the ability to be like, so it's fine. So do whatever you want because you're not going to like go and fall in love with someone else. And in the weirdest way, that security was correct because now I'm back like watching House of Cards with her being like, do you see how this dynamic is probably the, it's all the same stuff in the sense that it's her saying I'm so secure in this relationship that you can fuck other women. And it isn't a it isn't false. It's not like a. I, I'm purporting to be this secure, and so you can go do that. But if you actually do, she like genuinely is like, you could do that because it it won't even touch. The thing that we've been talking about lately is like, <clears throat> and we'll talk about this much more. But basically, I think you should be having a conversation with the person that you're with, and you guys should both, in part, be deciding if other people or things are even part of the conversation. Because the sadness that I've come to, which is like on the other side of that breakup, well, we'll talk about this later. Well, I want to talk about one thing about the other side of that breakup. Some people, and I'm not in the business of image control, but some people might say, how did TJ bounce back so quickly and is making this speech about this new girl? But I think it's partially because you knew her for quite a while. Oh, half yeah. Half your life. To be sure. So this and was, also remember- so to you listeners out there, because I had met her for quite a while. You've been friends with her yeah. for the last, what, 10 years? 12 least, years. 12, 12 years. years. So this isn't like a, uh, you know, sort of a... But it's not... There, there isn't an image control thing. The other thing that people should know is like she was the catalyst to the breakup because we had lunch and she was like, I got to tell you, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I know that you're making a mistake. And she was only saying that because I think we all are in relationships where we're like, this is a mistake, right? Or we're like, sure. I think this is a mistake. And deep down, you're like, it is a mistake. And it's not even a mistake for yourself. It's a mistake on both for both parties because you're not right for one another. If it's a mistake for one, it's always a mistake for both. That's what's interesting. That's exactly right. Always. You're right about that. Yeah. Uh, triple I've, banger lightning I've, round auxiliary, auxiliary stop. Triple banger auxiliary round. Um, my friend asked me this, and he was serious. Uh, and I thought it would make the perfect triple banger. It's going to shock you what his answer was. But would you rather have a tiny penis and eternal life or $10 million? A tiny penis and eternal life or $10 million? What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. $10 million. <laughs> you out of your fucking mind? You don't want eternal life? What is life? this obsession with human beings wanting to live for? What, what, what is the good of that? I mean, I know... Seinfeld has touched on a little bit, but like, let's really examine the fact that like most of what we do is be like, this sucks. Like most of the time we're like, God, there's traffic. Deals. You just want that forever. You want to be like, I don't love my job. I'm worried that I settled on the woman that I'm with. You just want that forever. You just want forever. And then add to that a small dick. And your friend is even asking this well, question. Like, okay, imagine your life now, which you often think is terrible <laughs> and which was over and don't understand and can't possibly find the answers to the questions that you're constantly driven to ask because human beings have reason for no reason. Imagine that, but it goes on forever and 
give it a little dick. What do you say? You want that or $10 million to enjoy your life more right now? It's insane. I would take the $10 million. I think you're insane. Get, I listen think to me. That, I would take the $10 million. I think you're insane. Of I would course get you a want dick, I, I would get a dick operation that First made it all, smaller, which would cost $1.5 million. Then I would use the rest of the millions of dollars to fly around the world and visit every place, and then at the end of it, buy a golden shotgun and blow my brains oh, out with God. diamond bullets. Yes, we really disagree. Over with having a teeny tiny for the rest of all of it. First of all, also, what happens when everybody else dies? What happens when all? So now, everyone you love keeps dying. That's true. Everyone that would love be keeps sad. Dying. Let's go. No, no, further, further, you get further. Used to it. Further. No, you're wrong. Further, further. Eternal life. Yeah. Everyone else has died. Overpopulation. Everybody. Humanity has been wiped out. You're just alone on the earth. Okay. What if you go with a you, little dick? Yeah, but there's the a, only thing you can look at when you masturbate. The only thing left. <laughs> this sadness of like there used to be women and now there aren't. I have no human connection. I'm going to jack off just to return to that animalistic desire that I know I can fulfill. And then you have to look down and be like, I have the smallest dick, and it's the reason I'm here alone, no. jacking off on okay. a wasteland of the post-apocalyptic A couple world. other people get the same deal, okay? I'm going to add Oh, that. great. So then you can all be people. like, how small is your dick? What no, deal couple, did you get? How, what the, the size of your penis has zero to do with your overall happiness. Zero. The problem with the penis is when it gets scuffed up. That was always my problem. <laughs> It gets scuffed, it gets nicked, it gets tinkered with, it gets, it gets flimsy flim with the numbers. it gets flimsy with the numbers. It's horrible. You, the penis, it, my penis was never healthy. Okay, I was so always injured. It was always, all right, it was also hold scuffed on, hold on, hold up. There were marks and blemishes, blemishes on it. I don't know, listen, listen. I, I put in I a fling, to... sling. It was like it was like my penis was in a fist fight and lost all the time. I'm serious. When I was single, it was horrible. I the, 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 that's the one thing I don't miss about being single. Do you know the last time oh, I had sex with someone other than my, my wife? God. I was so beaten up. I had to have the weirdest kitsch <laughs> in my giddy up. I had to like have an angle. Like, what are you doing? I was like, my my penis oh, had like a God. detached retina. It was it, it was horrible. <laughs> Everything you say, I want to go back and re-examine, but then you say something that's more worthy of re-examination. Did you say I had the weirdest hitch in my giddy? Yeah, like because I was trying to work around this bruise, this this. I mean, like it was always scuffed. I mean, I don't even think cowboys in the early 1900s said that. I think if you were in the Wild West and you're like, "Hey, I got the weirdest hitch in my giddy up," you just get shot. That's crazy. Your penis was scuffed up. Is that what you said? Yeah, it gets it gets it gets blemished and tarnished. It gets like, <laughs> and not just because Darn of all the sex or whatever when you're single. It's all the masturbation too. It's horrible. I was in Louisville and okay, I don't know I, what I found. <laughs> I don't know what I found in the. Gun. I don't know what I, I don't know what I found in the condo. I think I found like some old glue or something. But whatever I was, some like paper. I've never heard a man say some, my penis was tarnished. I'm telling you, I found some, I don't know what I found. Might have been some dishwashing soap or something that just did a damage what are to you me doing? that I never recovered <laughs> stop, from. That's stop, all I'm saying. Stop. Hold on. What do you mean? Okay, everything you've said. I just went to town on myself for a week. I'm saying that's what happens when you're single. Now I have a loving wife. With dish soap? Cash, you just said, I don't know what I found in the condo. I thought maybe Some it talcum was dish soap. I don't know what it was. Yeah, what are you, masturbating with gravel and sand? I'm paper? serious. It was, I was walking around. Here's your first like, problem. What am I going to find Here's here? Here's your first problem. Yeah. You don't use lubrication. For masturbation? You do not. And that's our final show. <laughs> and that's the last word. No, this is going to be a cliffhanger. We're going to do a cliffhanger. 
We're gonna. We're you gonna don't. Go. Yeah. Use lubrication. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, Willis? <laughs> What do you mean you don't? Right, what, how do you do it? This is how the beginning you, of the next episode? No, it's not. We're, we're still on the same episode. We should end it with that well, How long have we got for? We got to... Ladies and gentlemen, people of the 12 and a half, we are going to resume this conversation. This is historic. We've never not gotten out of a triple banger lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> One episode. But we're in the middle of a hot and tasty, and we just don't get to see each other enough. This might be a three-parter. I don't give a shit. <laughs> There's no it. rules. Fuck it. Last I checked, we're losing a great deal of money on this thing. So on the clinic... <laughs> I have spent over $110,000 in the last six months it's on a the cliff, podcast. It's a cliffhanger. It's almost all mascot yeah. suits yeah. of different types of mascots <laughs> I think would fit with the show. Right. I got a mascot suit of money made. I got a mascot suit of your face made. I got a, mas- <laughs> uh, a mascot uh, suit of a scuffed up penis made. Yeah. None of them. You no, know we're going to do? do a cliffhanger. And the great thing about this cliffhanger is this episode has no plot. So we'll see you next week. Hey, we both have some dates coming up we wanted to tell you about. TJ, do you have some dates coming up? You better believe it, guys. Uh, This is TJ Miller, a frequent guest on Cashing In with TJ Miller. And I just wanted to um, advertise that I'm doing a national tour in February. So I'm going all over the country from Portland to St. Louis to Kansas City to Des Moines to New York to Philadelphia, everywhere. So go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com for ticket links and venue location information. Yes. Dancing you know Word Bird it. Contest. TJ be, will be there in half an hour and maybe he'll call stop. you. So, yeah. So tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com for all of the venues. And um, if you live near a comedy venue, check and see if I'm coming because I'm going to a lot of places. All through February and the beginning of March. Thanks, guys. I can't wait to see you in person. Yeah. And, There's uh, only 12 and a half of you. I got I got some stuff coming up, too. Um, I'm at Laughs Unlimited Sacramento next, or this weekend, 24th, 25th, and 26th of January. That's Laughs Unlimited Sacramento. And uh, next, uh, the weekend, two weekends after that, I'm at Flappers in Burbank. Uh, I'm working with some good friends. It's going to be a great show. If you want to see me do a full hour in Los Angeles, this is the place to do it. Flappers in Burbank, February 7th and 8th. See you there. Now leaving Nerdist.com.